sa panahon ng YouTube at Facebook at Instagram. But truly global culture is in some ways illusory. We cannot be naive. Magkapit-bisig na lang at kumanta ng kumbaya or it's a small world. Sa atin, ang divisor natin ay class. And it suffuses every aspect of Philippine society and culture. Sa pelikula natin, you know, rich boy, poor girl. malit ang naging epekto ng literatura sa ating pag-iisip. I mean, harapin na natin, hindi naman talaga mambabasa ng literatura ang, ang Pilipino. We are facing, I think, a whole array of both external and internal threats that inevitably our culture, our literature, and the other arts uh, should respond to. Does that mean mas less patriotic ang henerasyon ngayon? Ano ba ng politika mo? There is a lot not to love in this country. There are also things and people that you will not want to die for. At tinatanong ko araw-araw, mamahalin ko ba to? This is Glenda Gloria, and I'm here with Dr. Jose Delisay. Butch is a writer, a professor, an editor, a patriot, a freedom fighter. He was a literature and creative writing professor and former chair of the UP Diliman Department of English and Comparative Lit. I quote you, uh, we need a cultural revolution to know what it means to be a Filipino in this globalized world. Kasi nga dito sa panahon ng, ng internet at satellite TV, sa influensya ng Hollywood at anime, uh, K-pop, minsan lalong mahirap tandaan kung ano pa ba ang Pilipino. Gusto nating isipin, bahagi lang tayo ng isang increasingly homogenous global culture. At litaw na litaw yan sa mga bata ngayon sa panahon ng YouTube at Facebook at Instagram. Ano pang papel ng nationalismo dyan? Bakit pa tayo magkakanya-kanya? Pwede naman tayong sama-sama. But that kind, I think, of a truly global culture is in some ways uh, illusory. Because behind all of these things, behind YouTube and CNN and Netflix, are actually very large business organizations which are tied in with national interests. I mean, we cannot simply jump into this naively and think na, you know, pwede na tayong magkapit-bisig na lang at kumanta ng kumbaya or it's a small world. We cannot be naive, I think, in this, in this world of uh, intensely competing interests. Di lalong-lalo pa nga, we should define for ourselves sino ba tayo, anong mahalaga para sa atin. At anong uri ng mundo at lipunan ang gusto nating itayo at iwanan para sa ating mga anak at tapo? Is love of country something that is taught? Or do you just wake up one morning realizing that you're a citizen and therefore you ought to love your country? I would say yes. It's being taught consciously by people who have it in mind. But you can teach love of country, again, through literature, through history even I think through, through economics, by raising the right questions in class. You went to Philippine Science High School, and how were you taught about patriotism? Noong kasi sa Philippine Science, maswerte kami na marami kaming mga progresibong guro 
sila ang mga gumabay sa amin para mag-isip sa isang makabayang pamamaraan. So this wasn't just the rote teaching of dates and names of people, but more importantly, of causes and reasons for people and our heroes who do what they did. Talaga nakita namin yung koneksyon ng aming papel bilang mga iskolar ng bayan doon sa mga mas malalaking usapin sa labas ng eskwela. Kaya maaga pa, naging aktivista na kami. Magkaiba ba yung pag-learn ng isang estudyante as opposed to people on the streets? Well, syempre, iba yung academic learning. Eh. Binabasa mo lang yung mga pangyayari sa libro doon sa nandong kasakali at nakikisalamuha sa ibang tao. I think that was a very important part of our learning process. It was our immersion into social reality. Sa akin mismo, hindi naman masyado mahirap yun. Ang realidad ko sa bahay, mahirap kami. Yung love of country does not know any class. Well, it shouldn't, but of course it's complicated by class. Dito sa ating bansa kasi, ang pinaka-numero unong denominator talaga dito ay, ay, ay class. Pag pumunta ka sa, sa Singapore, sa Malaysia, o sa Indonesia, ay eh, race talaga ang pinag-uusapan nila doon. Pero sa atin, ang divisor natin ay class. And it suffuses every aspect of Philippine society and culture. Sa pelikula natin, you know, rich boy, poor girl, yung mga ganyang klaseng setup. Hanggang, syempre, sa, sa politika natin na dominado pa rin ng mga mayayaman. In fact, I, eto teorya ko lang ano, bilang Pilipino, na yung love of country is a love of the ideal, not necessarily of the actual. Kasi kung yung actual lang titingnan natin, ako personally, madidismaya lang ako eh. At tinatanong ko araw-araw, mamahaling ko ba to? At marami ng Pinoy na nagtanong niyan. At ang sagot nila ay, aalis na lang ako. Ano kayang naging role na nagawa ng literatura din, no? Or, or kaya filmmaking, books, arts? Well, unfortunately, sa tingin ko, maliban sa mga akda ni Rizal, maliit ang naging epekto ng literatura sa ating pag-iisip. Harapin na natin, hindi naman talaga mambabasa ng literatura ang Pilipino. Ang mas may mas malaking epekto sa atin, na literatura rin uh, in its own way, ay ang pamamahayag. Ano? Journalism, ang dyaryo, ang media. At siyempre ang popular culture, pelikula, uh, musika, ayan mas malaking epekto niyan sa ating uh, pag-iisip bilang isang uh, bansa. Nakita rin man natin ng panahon nilimbawa ng batas militar at uh, talagang ginamit ni Marcos ang musika upang uh, maisulong ang mga diyan ng, ng bagong lipunan. Importante ang kultura sa it- ideolohiya eh. Kasi yung kultura ang tumutulong sa pagbuo ng ating sense of self. But it's not too late to revive the sense of nationalism. We teach by example. Kaya nga, mari nating tanungin kung ang kasulukuyan nating pamunuan, ano mga values ang uh, pinararating nito by its speech and by its actions. Ayun ang malaking question na dapat nating uh, pag-isipan bilang mga mamamayan at bilang mga magulang. May patriotic literature, may patriotic art, Halimbawa, kagagaling ko lang sa Singapore at isa sa mga pinakamatingkad na piyesa para sa akin doon ay isang painting ni, ni Amor Solo noong 1945 na talagang sa kulay pa lang, ano, red, white, and blue, makikita mong talagang winabagayway niya yung, yung bandila ng Pilipinas. So mayroon tayong ganoong tradisyon sa ating literatura at sining. And I wonder kung panahon na naman para gumawa ng ganyang klaseng literatura. Thank you.
may sinasabi nila may resurgence of activism and on the other hand may nakikita ka bang resurgence din ng patriotic literature or papunta pa lang tayo doon well we are facing i think a whole array of both external and internal threats uh, to our peace and prosperity that inevitably our culture our literature uh, and the other arts uh, should respond to And of course, isa sa mga pinakamalinaw na issue dito ay ang pagpasok ng bansang China sa ating teritoryo. And I think that this is a deeply disturbing development that should in some way define or redefine us as a nation. Ang parang maganda lang na resulta nito ay pinag-iisip nga tayo kung ano ba talaga gusto nating mangyari dyan. Tama ba yung sagot dyan ng ating Pamahalaan. Siguro pag nung panahon nyo at nung panahon din namin, people would be out in the streets, protesting. Bakit walang ganun? Bakit parang may galit pero muted siya? Does that mean mas less patriotic ang, ang henerasyon ngayon? Maraming Pilipino ang sumusuporta o kumakatig sa posisyon ng pamunuan. Although itong usaping Sina, nasa-sense ko na maraming Pilipino, maraming karaniwang taong bayan, lalong-lalo na dito sa nangyari sa Reed Bank, ay talagang galit at frustrated. I'm, I'm sure many Filipinos are asking, is this an issue worth dying for or even fighting for? I think tayo kasi mga Pilipino rin, culturally, which is both a strength and a weakness, is napakahaba ng ating pasensya. Ano, hanggang at some point siguro talagang hindi na natin matanggap at sakalan tayo bumabalikwas. Lalong-lalo na sa mga millennial ngayon who have never been through war and never been through uh, any kind of divisive conflict like World War II or martial law or even EDSA. Ang pinakamatinding nangyari na lang sa panahon ng Pinoy na millennial ay itong kampanyang Tokhang na karamihan sa kanila ay hindi naman apektado. I mean, what is there to polarize many young Filipinos? Basta okay naman sila, may trabaho naman sila sa kanilang BPO, o, you know, may free tuition sila. Bakit sila magbabalikwas? So ano kayang pwedeng gawin? Kasi iba yung mundo ngayon, ah, nandiyan ang social media. I do admire the fact that many people of my generation came to their senses and stood up on their feet with little thought of, of self or family or future. But I wonder if it's fair to ask the same thing of, of young Filipinos today who may not necessarily have the same stakes to consider. At isang bagay na maaring nakakalimutan natin, dalo na tayong mga aktivista noon, na we were always in the minority. Kaya tumagal yung batas militar dahil sa complicity ng karamihan. Kaya nga hanggang ngayon, marami pa rin matatanda ang nagsasabi na ay maganda naman ang panahon ni Marcos eh. Sapagat ibang kanilang alaala ng batas militar sa pinagdaanan natin. Tayong mga lumaban, tayong mga humarap sa, sa pasismo, tayong mga tinamaan ng Tranchon at Nabartolina, iba yung pagtanaw natin sa kasaysayan. Doon sa nakararami na hindi malang napitik ng batas militar. Nakita lang nila yung malinis na kalye and so on. Mas matindi yung kanyang klaseng yearning, yung a romantic longing for discipline and order na ginagamit din ng mga namumuno ngayon para marendahan itong mga gustong magprotesta. 
nagagamit din kasi ng liderato yung nationalism to perpetuate themselves in power. I mean, look at America now, America first, to reinforce conservative politics, for example. So, dito sa Pilipinas, nasan tayo within the context of the global order? Tayong mga Pinoy naman, tanggapin na natin, hindi naman talaga tayo nabuo bilang nation. May mga nagsabi na yung difference between patriotism and nationalism is that patriotism means love of country, but nationalism suggests my country right or wrong. That's a more extreme and often unreasonable form, a deadlier form, I think. Uh, I think patriotism sh uh, should be a a more critical kind of nationalism, something that's more aware of what it is exactly uh, you are loving. I think everyone will agree with me, that there is a lot not to love in this country. There are also things and people that you will not want to die for. The only way I can reconcile that is to say the country that I truly love and could die for is that ideal Philippines that we are all working to, to build. A Philippines with a society that is just and, and prosperous and humane. Malayo pa yun? Palagay ko ilang henerasyon pa bago tayo makarating doon. Hindi ba nakakatakot na isipin na baka maubusan tayo nung no sense of being a Filipino because nga of this very connected world that we're in. Palagay ko hindi naman dahil marami pa rin mga matatalino at makabayang Pinoy. Mer marami tayong mga batang filmmakers, writers, musicians. Uh, and this is why you need you need the artistic because they have the kind of, of spirit and imagination that will dig inward. Hindi lang kumukuha sa labas kundi mula sa loob upang palitawin pa rin kung ano talaga yung, yung Pinoy sa bagong mundong ito. etong sabi natin, Pilipinong ipaglalaban natin ay ibang-iba na yan sa Pilipino na panahon ni Rizal at Bonifacio. The notion of the Filipino is not a static one. Even of culture, culture itself is not static. It will keep mutating. Uh, it's uh, this world will will change in ways that you and I cannot cannot predict, and that's what gives me hope over my dismay at the state of Philippine politics and society today. I know that with the vision and the courage of art, among other things, better things will come. Pero hindi basta't basta't mangyayarian kung hindi natin ipaglalaban ngayon kung ano yung tama at maganda at mabuti. This is Glenda Gloria. Listen to more rapper podcasts on Spotify or SoundCloud. <laughs>